A recipe for a good day brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores, your neighborhood store. Why fight the lines at the big box chains when Little General Convenience Stores has what you need? Selling only the best quality brands like Gorelick Farms, Boston Salads, Prepared Foods, KM, and Purdue. Little General also sells lottery, tobacco products, and yes, of course, your stop for your daily newspapers. Weekly specials change every Monday, so check online at littlegeneral.com for this week's specials. Plus, LowGeneral.com is the place to go for the delicious recipes you heard here on A Recipe for a Good Day with Chef Gary. So whether you're picking up food or products for your home or if you're looking for food or coffee on the go, shop your neighborhood store. Little General Convenience Stores, open eight days a week. Easy with the dadas. Father's Day isn't for a couple of weeks. Yes. But welcome to June, by the way. Yes. June 1st already. This year is flying by. Isn't it, though? Isn't it? Just think, we're halfway to Christmas. Yes. I'm ahead of the game. My tree's still up, so. Wow. Yeah. I walk by it. It's lit up. Walk by it. Hey, you know, uh, I I don't ask for much, but if you want to give me a nice Christmas gift, leftovers. Leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> I actually forgot that piece of uh, Jello cake ah, today. I was so hoping. Yeah, it's. Uh, I used lime Jello. Nice. Um, and every time I say that to somebody, they look at me like I'm crazy. But that's a daily event, anyways. Um, and they think you're making. Jello in the form of a cake? Well, no, you no, no. no. That would be silly. Yes. What you do is you make a cake. I use a white. You don't use a chocolate. I wouldn't use a no, chocolate no, here. No, no. Well, I use a, a white cake. You could use yellow cake, but I typically go with the white cake. Sure, sure. And uh, and I'll make it in a pan. Yeah. And you have your sheet pan cake. I suppose you could use the rounds too and double stack it, but for for this cake, you want a sheet pan. Yeah. So you make it. You make your cake as you would. Any other cake, uh, and then you let it cool. You let that cake really cool, and you take a toothpick and you poke the heck out of it. I kind of alter the rows sure. up and down, up and down the cake, and then you make the Jello. You can use any brand. I particularly prefer the lime Jello, but cherry was just as good in the cake. And then you, when you, you use your hot water and your cold water, and you make your mix, but don't put the bowl in the fridge. You pour it over. The baked cake. Okay. And the flavoring of the jello, uh, the liquid goes right through all the holes to the bottom. It gives you about maybe um, maybe a quarter of an inch or less across the bottom of the cake where it saturates in. And then you take that whole pan, you stick it in the fridge for about two, three hours. Yeah. And uh, you don't frost it. Okay. You just uh, get some cool whip. Little nice. Cool Whip on there. Nice. And you enjoy the cake. It's a delicious treat. My mom made it for me yeah. when I was a kid. It's an easy thing to make. Um, and uh, it will be a, a lot of flavor, a lot of delightful. And yes. the, the jello doesn't add sugar 
to the already sugary right. cake. It doesn't have the calories of frosting. There you go. Although you can make it up with the Cool Whip. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, but you can get that sugar-free. That, yes, you can. Yes. So I made myself a, a, a birthday cake on, uh, well, my birthday was some point this weekend. Yes. It was either Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> uh, and uh, while I was working on uh, the production for Memorial Day, and I enjoyed Great it. Great show, by the way. Thank you. I do have a lot left over, but it's in my fridge. (laughs) (laughs) And I wanted to bring it in today um, because you're probably the only one that would eat it around here. Roger's not a big uh, dessert guy. Okay. Um, Unless it's death by chocolate. Gotcha. Gotcha. And there's no chocolate in this cake because it's one of my cakes. One thing I don't like very much, believe it or not, I'm not allergic, is chocolate. And vegetables. And vegetables. <laughs> Especially if they're chocolate-coated vegetables. That's right, yes. <laughs> that would be about the worst there. It is a recipe for a good day, though. And uh, and uh, thank you for uh, your call yesterday to wish me a happy birthday. That was nice. Uh, it's, just, it's always, I guess, everybody's saying, boy, it's a big one for you. Well, no, it's not. I'm 48. Yep. And I was like, well, the 50th is the big one. I was misinterpreting what they were saying because it's your first birthday after a heart attack. That's what they meant by it was gotcha. a big one. And I thought everybody thought I was 50. And I'm like, no, I'm only 48. Oh, you, you, but you only look 21. <laughs> right. Yes. <Yeah>, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The gray keeps me young. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, welcome to Recipe for a Good Day, folks. I'm Jeff. There's Chef Gary McLaughlin over there. We got gorgeous. We're going to get to some great special prices. But again, kudos to the general and their suppliers. The, the specials this week, the prices are fantastic. We, we, in a we, difficult time to oh, do so. Very difficult. Very, very difficult. We are trying so hard to keep the prices low, keep them steady. Uh, but each week, it's a, it's a challenge. Each week is a challenge. Well, right now, the challenge is being met. We're going to tell you what you can save and enjoy at Low General Stores everywhere in a few minutes. And quite a nice variety this week. Yes. Uh, also, Chef Gary likes to start out with a shout-out, kind of a radio pat on the back. And who are you shouting out to today, Well, I Chef? have to give a shout-out to the Villanovan baseball team. The yes. Woonsocket Villanovan baseball team. They won the... Championship, yeah, a big division uh, win there for the big uh, division win, and uh, the coach Tommy Bean, who's uh, on this station doing the sports in the morning, uh, great guy, uh, works for the highway department in uh, for the city of Woonsocket, and uh, just congratulations. Uh, it's been a long time coming. It's uh, uh, I can't. Remember. I want to say I, I had asked I. Roger was away, so I was doing the morning program, and I asked Tommy, because I thought it, it's not something I remembered in right. recent memory. Um, he said he'd have to actually look in the banners yeah. to, to see the exact year, but he estimated some 20 years or so. Oh, all of that. Yeah. 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 yeah so it was a big, so big win So congratulations to them. Uh, you know, what a way to finish out uh, your senior year. Oh, Some man, of them right? must be seniors. And, uh, you know, uh, this graduating class, uh, they went through a lot. They went through a lot, and uh, they're going to be good, good people, good citizens going forward. And I wish them nothing but the best. Also, yeah, even though we're not in a shutdown state today from the right. pandemic, and I actually had to edit some of the spots out. They wanted to remove that from their graduation message, and I was like, "Why? This 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 student body went through two years of it." That's right. So, you know, we may not be in lockdown now, but the student body made it through that. Right. And uh, and listening to the uh, prior program, uh, I forget the exact number, but well 
well over 400 graduates this year. It's one of the larger... 415 this year. Is that what it was? Yes, but I I do want to make a little fact known. As far as I know, the largest class uh, that Gonzaga graduated from was in 1979... 760. Wow. And that was my class. No kidding. Yes, I want to say that still holds to record. Well, two things. Number one, I hope it was an outdoor graduation. Uh, yes. <laughs> it would have been, <laughs> yes. been a long yeah. indoor ceremony. That must have been a long it was. ceremony. Yeah, and I, uh, uh, it was at Barry Field, and it was a great day. And I want to say we still hold the record. That class holds and, the record. And quite a prominent class, too, because oh. you graduated with some some marvelous people. Wonderful people. Mm-hmm. Wonderful people. I mean, we've got some wonderful... Uh, Pastor Gray. The, uh, the, yeah, yeah. Tom uh, Gray. A, a great person yeah. in the community. Uh, it's hard Tommy. to believe he's the same age as you. What's that? It's hard to believe they're the same age yes. as you. <laughs> oh, does that mean you look so much younger? Yeah, well, thank you, Jeff, yes. Right. Uh, Tommy Brian, Tommy the Brian, coach no. of the baseball team. Uh, uh, I could go on and on and on. We had a great class, yeah. wonderful class. Over 700, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, I believe my grade... Gra- <laughs> <laughs> I believe my graduating class, class of 92, 92, out of Bellingham had about 108 graduates. Okay. Well, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. We, we didn't have a program. We had a pamphlet. <laughs> but it was still a fun day. Yeah. There you go. And, of course, uh, we congratulate all the uh, graduating class. I think Bellingham and Blackstone will be having their ceremonies this Friday. Socket will graduate a week from this Friday on the 10th of June. Uh, so congratulations to the uh, graduates and especially the Socket High School baseball team. But it ain't yes. official, Gary. Right, the win. <laughs> the win wasn't official until they had the last out in the ball game, and a shout out's not official until we have the wounds from Chef Gary. Yes. there you have it. Uh, so now it's time to find out the great sale items. We had a call during the very beginning of the upfront program uh, from uh, one of the listeners of the cooking show, and she had great things to say about the boneless ribeye steaks on oh, sale. Yes. She'd been hoping to get some, but they they're normally pricey. Took a great advantage, not one but two ribeyes with this great sale price and uh, you should take advantage of it as well because this is the, the Cadillac of steaks. Correct. Is it's, my, it's my favorite steak. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people like the filet which is wonderful. Which I, I'll never say nah, don't give me that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll skip that steak. Yeah. Right? Not in your but, vocabulary. Exactly, but the ribeye steak has so much flavor and it cuts so well. The marbling is wonderful. And, you know, what can I say? Uh, we have the best meat cutter in the state. I, I Who's that? Larry, our dear friend Larry. <laughs> Hats off to Larry. Hats off to Larry. <laughs> okay. The boneless ribeye steaks, nine ninety nine a pound. They're cut beautifully, a little fat, uh, trimmed perfectly, perfect for the grill. Absolutely perfect for the grill. And I'm, I'm telling you, folks, you can cut that up in, into cubes, put that in your slow cooker. You can cook that on top of the stove. You can put that in the oven. It has so many uses on a way to cook it. And not, not one way is bad. It is so tender. It is so... It's the... It's the king of the uh, king of the steak for me, and it's not something you have to 
marinade or no. the, the less is more with the ribeye, right? Correct. Yeah. A little salt, a little pepper, and call it a day. And are you going to put a little, are you okay with the use of butter when resting this particular steak? Just a hair. <laughs> All right, right. Just checking. Just checking. Yes. So we Great price, though. Nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. You can't beat it. Uh, chicken Lake Waters, uh, 99 cents a pound. So you can buy 10 pounds for $10. I mean, that's and that's not a bad day. idea. Yes, with the climate we are in right and now. And let me tell you, folks, they're good size, great for grilling again, great for frying, great for oven roast, uh, soup, uh, the, the dark meat of the chicken, leg and thigh is just uh, so tasty. It makes an outstanding soup. There's so many and a lot dishes. of nice skin to break down. When oh, you boil beautiful, that. Yeah. beautiful. Uh, of course, uh, Chuck is back this week with me. Uh, yes. Chuck hamburger, four ninety nine a pound. And if you want to have burgers already made, we make them in store, ready to go. We sell them uh, by the four pack. But if you want more, we have packs of twenty. You, you can get as many as you want. You want one, we'll make you one. If you want a hundred, we'll make you a hundred. So any count you want, we can do. And uh, that's made, uh, those patties are made with Chuck. Okay. Now, uh, we also have skinless hot dogs from the Hummel Brothers. How, what can we say about Hummel Brothers? They have such a quality line of products. I know you used to love the liverwurst. You still I love you the liverwurst. Matter of fact, I just washed my Hummel Brothers t-shirt yesterday. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Almost wore it today, but I went with the speed of chef. Oh, very nice. Thank very you. nice. Uh, hot dogs. Five ninety nine a pound. Great for grilling. Great for that outside barbecue. You can't you can't beat it, folks. You really can't. And it's a New England product too. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, also, uh, from our deli selection, uh, we have Polish field loaf. Five ninety nine a pound. I'm a lover of it because I grew up with it. It brings back a memory. Do I have it often? No, but once. Yeah, I might have it once a month. Yeah. And it just brings back a memory as being when I was growing up as a little child. You know, uh, the roast beef, Triple M, $9.99 a pound. Uh, lean, beautiful color, low in fat. It's just a quality, quality product. And then uh, let's not forget honey ham. Nice flavor. Uh, low in salt, $5.99 a pound. And... Uh, it has a distinct flavor. Very, very good. And from our dear friends... Great price, too. Five ninety-nine. Five ninety-nine pound. a pound. You can't beat it. Uh, from our dear friends at Boston Salads. Regular potato salad, three forty-nine a pound. That's the uh, regular potato salad, which is uh, the white potatoes, uh, mayonnaise, celery, that type of thing. And let's not forget the most important side to your grilling, your outdoor barbecue, your... Lunch, your picnic, Mrs. Pettit's baked beans. You can't beat it. Can't beat it, folks. So we have a little of everything. Some steaks, some hamburgers, some chicken, some great deli meats, some great deli specials. It's a convenience store with more. And we're going to put some of these sale products to work for you this yeah, week. Yeah, so we got a great line of uh, recipes coming up today. And stick around. This is all brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores. Recipe for a good day brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores. With six locations for your shopping needs throughout the Blackstone Valley. Two-in-one socket, Manville Road, and Cumberland Hill Road. 
Gray Road, North Smithfield, Front Street in Lincoln, Chapel Street in Boroughville, and Central Avenue in Pawtucket. Always hot, always fresh coffee stations to get your day started. Grab and go meals perfectly prepared for you, whether it's for an easy lunch to get you through your work day or to make an easy, satisfying dinner to end your day. And of course, delicious deli items from top of the line lunch meats to top of the line steak and chicken products. Oh, and of course, always fresh ground hamburg. Stay up to date on each week's sale items by going online at littlegeneral.com. Your convenience store with more. Little General, where you always get a smile, a please, and a thank you. Open every day, including today. Proud sponsors of Recipe for a Good Day, Little General Convenience Stores. Welcome to Cooking with Sam. All right, uh, number one, breakfast. Uh, for this, you'll need a bowl, some milk, and a spoon. First step, carefully place your bowl on the kitchen table, pour the cereal inside that bowl, and then pour some milk slowly. And voila, you have what we like to call cereal. Um, number two, lunch. For this, you'll need some bread, peanut butter, jelly, and a knife. All right, first step, place two pieces of bread on a plate. Apply the peanut butter on one side, jelly on the other. Combine both pieces of bread, and voila, you have a beautifully executed sandwich that we like to call PB&J. Number three, dinner. For this, you'll need uh, pretty much whatever you can find in, in your freezer. First step, take whatever you find in your freezer out and, uh, and throw it in the oven. You wait a bit, and um, you know while you wait, just go through your phone. All right, then you carefully take it out of the oven and put it on a plate. Then, yeah, voila, you have a beautiful dinner for your, your, your whole family. Uh, number four, drinks. For this, you'll need a uh, bottle of water, and um, uh, that's pretty much it. Carefully pour the water from the bottle inside of a glass cup. Add a few cubes of ice if, if you're feeling kind of crazy. Then voila, you, you have a classic drink that we like to call a glass of water. <laughs> I love that. I love that little minute of thing. It just cracks me up. And Voila. if you're feeling a little crazy, go ahead. Throw some ice in your glass. There of you water. go. Live there it up a bit. Live it up it's a bit. My God. Oh my goodness. If, if if life could be that simple, I'd have to meet this guy, Sam. Yeah, it we could have him on in the show. That would be something. Uh, something. But uh, hey, those are four bonus recipes here on Recipe for a Good Day. That's right. And you know, if we ever had him on the show, I would make you. I would even make an appetizer. Really? Yes, I'd probably toast on with butter. Oh, there. <laughs> Living it up a little bit, huh? There you go. My gosh, with the crust. <laughs> All right. It is time to get down to work. We'll, we'll, yes. we'll lightly, uh, you talked about the ribeye steak, and, and this is a wonderful opportunity to enjoy a Cadillac of meat, none better than the ribeye steak. It is boneless ribeye steak, $9.99 a pound. Um, as Chef Gary is saying, there's a plethora of ways to cook yeah. it. Uh, with the weather ahead this weekend, it's not going to be as hot as it was on Memorial Day. Right. But at least it was a dry heat on Monday. It, it, correct. It wasn't that uh, humid. Uh, what we have, we have a few days of this what you see outside, but Saturday and Sunday, gorgeous. Sunny skies, mid to upper 70s, nice, low humidity. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, I know you'll be doing your yard work and likely cooking on the grill. So just to offer on uh, grilling the ribeyes, uh, again, this is some grilling times from the best of barbecue well, books by Kingsman. I, I do want to say, Jeff, and to our listeners, when I say boneless ribeye or ribeye steaks, I'm talking, that's also known as prime rib. Mm-hmm. So if anybody's had a good prime rib over the years, it's a ribeye steak. And if you, you had a good prime rib over steak. the years, there's a good chance Gary McLaughlin made it. 
Thank you. Yeah, you're known uh, for your I am, prime ribs. I am known One for of your my specialties. Prime rib, yes. Um, to cook the ribeye on the grill again, less is more. You don't have to go crazy marinating uh, this particular Correct. meat. A little salt and pepper. Um, you got to look at the thickness of the of the cuts. On there, so are these around an inch, inch and a half. What are we looking at? Here? Uh, the ones we're selling at are approximately about an inch and a half. An inch and a half. So that's that's the that's the real yes, real perfect uh, cut there, right there. Um, so we just thought we'd share, you know, grilling times, how long you're grilling a uh, inch and a half, uh, uh, roughly a pound a piece, according to the woman that had called Correct. earlier. On the upfront program, and again, nine ninety nine a pound is a great, a great price. In um, here, you're going to use a direct heat with your ribeye steak. Correct. Uncovered for the Correct. ribeye steak on a say medium to medium low heat. You're going to let it cook for a little while. It's going to take roughly around twenty to twenty four minutes. Correct. To cook this meat to a medium temperature. Yes. Now, uh, when you do cook it, remember. A couple of things. Don't press your meat. Don't press down on it. Let it cook naturally. And don't try to force it off the grill. It may not come. If if you think it's sticking, it's just cooking. Once it reaches a certain temperature, it's actually going to separate from the grill where you can flip it easily. So if you slide your spatula under there and there's some hesitation of the meat to lift, wait it out a few minutes. Yes, wait it out a few minutes. And also... Uh, if you feel comfortable using a pair of tongs, that is okay, too. Is it a one flip? One flip. One flip. Very good. So, uh, again, take it easy, but you can cook it inside. You can oven bake this meat. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of uh, different ways to do it, but we, we are talking a little bit more about grilling this time of year as we are getting into the season. But you got to talk about grilling when you see on here, number one, skinless hot dogs on sale, five ninety nine a pound by Hummel Brothers. And uh, I picked up a food magazine that had some interesting ideas on how okay. to dress up your hot dog. Oh, very good. Now, I like to dress down. Yes, yes, especially <laughs> this heat. Yes. Um, but, you know, you can, you, I don't, I, you could, I suppose there's some folks out there that are rather dull with their meats. You know, the type of person that only puts mustard on a hot dog. Yep. They're out there. I'm one of them. Well, well <laughs> I got to tell you, I enjoy a hot dog and I like a little butter in my toasted bun. And then the hot dog, that, I love that. You got to, in my opinion, you got to take the time to toast the buns. Yes. I like the ones at Little General that have, I don't, I don't know the difference between what you call one bun or what you call the other bun. But this has like the bread on the sides of the roll. Right. That's the classic Frankfurt roll. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, I love those grills. That, that was made popular uh, years and years and years and years ago from... Uh, a little restaurant called Howard Johnson's. Oh, really? Yes. Mm. And uh, Jacques Pepin was the head chef in their commissary. And his, he started with that with the famous lobster roll out of Howard Johnson's. Mm. I like those. I, I, will, uh, I will grill them in my kitchen on a, a skillet. Yes. And I prefer them that way, a little butter, but just adds so much flavor to the hot dog. And speaking of adding flavors to the hot dog, we're going to give you some ideas. Now, of course, remember, if you are, I know Cumberland Hill Road has them at Little General, uh, which is the meat sauce for the wieners. 
Yes, yes. So it, whether you're buying wieners at Cumberland Farms or you're doing the Hummel Brothers skinless hot dogs that are on sale right now, five ninety nine a pound, uh, you can pick up that meat sauce. Right. As an and easy add-on. We make that meat sauce for all the stores. All right. So it's available at all locations. Correct. So Correct. look for it on your uh, deli uh, counter, probably in a refrigerated unit. Correct. Uh, Correct. For your hot dogs. That, that's an easy add-on. A little bit later, we're going to talk about making some chili in a slow cooker. Nice. That is always an easy add-on as well. Yes. For your hot dogs. Um, but we're going to talk about a few different things. Uh, how about for us... A Reuben hot dog. Okay, that sounds good. Why not, right? So what you're going to do is get yourself some of those uh, skinless hot dogs. The Hummel Brothers, again, five ninety nine a pound. You're going to need uh, two tablespoons of Thousand Island dressing, uh, one tablespoon of dill pickle relish Okay. to mix your topping, uh, one cup of shredded sauerkraut. Okay. Hold your nose. <laughs> Drained and rinsed. And uh, for this, the cheese, they're going with Swiss cheese. That, that makes sense, right? Makes sense, yes. So uh, you simply uh, do that. You, you, you're going to cook your hot dogs on the grill. Um, if you have an upper deck, it's always good. It avoids the hot dog from being uh, blackened or burned. Yes. Um, and, of course, some even rotations never hurt anybody on a hot dog. That's right. Uh, so you're going to cook your hot dog as you normally will. Meanwhile, in that small bowl, stir together the dressing, the dill pickle relish uh, to build your hot dogs. Uh, you're going to put your dog in the bun, top it with the sauerkraut, and we're going to use, again, Swiss cheese. Um, you, you can shred it or cut it up yourself, whatever you want to do there. Uh, and you're going to, uh, at that point, place it back on the grill for just about a minute or two to melt that cheese in to okay. the sauerkraut. Now you're going to drizzle it with that mixture of that Thousand Island dressing and the dill relish on top of that to have yourself a Reuben hot dog. On the grill. Wow, that sounds wonderful. We're not done yet, Chef Gary. Oh, no. <laughs> That's right. How about buffalo hot dogs? People love those buffalo wings. Why not making uh, yeah, a buffalo, buffalo hot dog? Oh, that sounds interesting. So in, in this situation, again, you get your skinless hot dogs by Homo Brothers at Low General Stores. Uh, and you can, this one here actually calls for a toasting of the bun. Yes. But find me one that doesn't. Tastes better with a toast. Exactly. That's what exactly. I say. And you're just going to get some common buffalo wing sauce, about a quarter cup. You're going to get some ranch dressing to go with that as well. Although I suppose you could use a blue cheese. Uh, yes. Yes. Some, some people do like blue cheese. Yes. Um, I remember I went into a restaurant one time and I ordered, I was looking at ordering a, a buffalo uh, burger at this point in time. And I said, uh, did you want the blue cheese on it? And I says, well, no, it's basically just just uh, cheese with, you know, bacteria on it. It's literally just cheese with bacteria on it. And I offended the wait staff. They said, well, I need to stop discriminating against cultures. <laughs> Did something funny happen? Yeah. You'd never know it. <laughs> Anywho. Oh, my. So the buffalo hot dogs, you get yourself some buffalo wing sauce, some ranch dressing. And uh, this is interesting because they use carrots. Of course, if you order buffalo chicken wings, you often get carrots or celery uh, yeah, on the side. Yes. 
So we're going to get uh, some sort of uh, carrot that it could be cut up to like a matchstick size or something close to that. And some uh, some uh, cheese crumbles to put in there. Now, again, you may choose to use the blue cheese or um, I don't know if you'd use a feather on that. Mm, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's that, uh, the one with the G? Gallanzola. Yeah, that would be a good That's cheese a- for it. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, roll with that. Um, again, you're going to cook your, your grills, and you're just going to uh, place the hot dog in the bun, top it with that buffalo sauce, layer the ranch dressing or blue cheese on top of that, and then let your carrot sticks, your little matchsticks carrots, fill in the rest of the bun and enjoy a buffalo hot dog if you like wow. the spicy life. And, you know, good things come in three. Oh, it does? Yes, and so do recipes on recipes. Ah. That's called a segue, Gary. Oh, yes. And uh, this might be the best one of them all, bacon mac and cheese hot dogs. Well, you know, I've had a bacon hot dog, mm-hmm. but not the mac and cheese. There was a bacon wrapped around it? Wrapped around it. That is outstanding. What you can do if you have your uncooked hot dog and an uncooked uh, piece sure. of bacon. Yes. Uh, you start on one end. You, I think you take a toothpick to hold it on that one Correct. end. Just don't start it. Just start it. And you wrap it around the hot dog to the other end. And you toothpick that. And then you start to grill it. You're turning it. You're grilling it. You're turning it. And boy, that bacon flavor just gets right uh, into that dog, doesn't it? Exactly. Uh, this one's a little different. You're going to get, of course, some, uh, you're going to get some bacon, of course, for a bacon mac and cheese hot dog. Uh, you're going to get yourself some of those skinless hot dogs by Hummel Brothers. Again, five ninety nine a pound. You're going to get a uh, some sort of, you can either get a pre-made mac and cheese or you can make your own mac and cheese. I do have my brand Favorite, which I don't know if it's sold at Little Generals. I like the Velveeta ones. It's just oh, me. Oh, we do. We no, sell dude. that. Oh, yeah. I love the Velveeta mac and cheese. Yeah. So I would say go to Little General and get a box of Velveeta mac and cheese. Yes. <laughs> to me, that's the best. Yes. No offense, Kraft. Yes. I like the Velveeta. Uh, you're going to get yourself some ketchup, mustard, and uh, fresh jalapenos and green onions. I am going to leave the jalapenos in green onions out. You had me at bacon mac and cheese. Yes. But if you want a spicy one, I know Roger likes spicy. He might want to use the fresh jalapenos. Uh, again, uh, you're going to make your bacon, uh, probably not on the grill with your bacon strips. You're going to work in your oven. Yes. Some people do microwave bacon with the paper yes. towel. Then. Yes. That's yes. fine. But you're going to make yourself some bacon. In this situation, if you're trying to avoid the heat, we're going to give you permission to microwave your bacon. But if you want it perfect, you have to use that oven. Right. Take your time. Lay right. it out on a broiler pan. Let the hey, grease... You know, if it's not a lot of bacon, you could cook it on the stovetop. Stovetop. Yep. Um, I, I love it in an oven. Yep. It's a half hour to make one batch. 15 minutes flip. I go 375. And, uh, of course, make sure you drain it or rest it on paper towel yes. afterwards. Yes. But make your bacon is the bottom line here. Um, and uh, crumble it. Chop or crumble the bacon into small pieces. Place the hot dogs on your grill. Give them a nice cook until brown. Uh, now you're going to make your mac and cheese. And it's simple. Place the hot dog in each bun. Uh, you're going to divide up and mix up your macaroni and cheese and the bacon at this point, you can mix in those extra toppings if you're going to use them. We're talking about the fresh jalapenos. And just fill in the bun over the hot dog with the bacon, the mac and cheese. That sounds so good. Yes. Uh, I'm warning you, it might have some calories to it. Yes. Just saying. Yes. But, but it'll be a delicious treat. 
Uh, and again, you, you can either use or not use the jalapenos there right. for your uh, hot dog dressing. It's just some different ideas. Right, but I would also make a variation to that recipe right now. And I would actually grill the hot dog, make my macaroni and cheese, chop the bacon, and then chop the hot dog and mix it in a casserole dish with the macaroni and cheese and then finish baking it up off with the bacon bits. Mm, so you're making more of a casserole there and yes. you're saving the the, um, the carbs of the bun. Correct. Mm, but, um, and you always top it off with a dab of butter. You, yes, why not? <laughs> you could always grill your buns and dip it, I suppose. Um, <laughs> you don't want to miss it out. It sounds thing. wonderful, Jeff. You're not going to get an argument from me. <laughs> uh, also on sale this week is fresh Hamburg patties. Of course, you can get them made, as you may have uh, done on the uh, opening of Grilling Week, which yes. was, of course, Memorial Day. But uh, we see uh, Mr. Chuck Hamburg on sale. Four ninety nine a pound, and of course with the big, uh, I hope I might get to see this film this weekend. Bob's Burgers. We often go to it when burgers okay. are on sale. Okay, uh, had his first motion picture hit the big screen. Uh, it did not come in top at the box office. No. Something about Tom Cruise, Top Gun 2. Exactly. 30 yes. years waiting for a sequel to Top Gun. Yes. I can see it getting beat. Yes. But uh, Bob's Burgers has taken off, and we like to have our Bob's Burgers Burger of the Week when we see Chuck Hamburg on sale. Uh, we'll also give you another Hamburg recipe in a few minutes when we talk about chili. But for this edition... We're going to go down with the boys from Jacksonville, Florida. You know them as Leonard Skinner. They had that big heat, Sweet Home Avocado. Yes. And the Sweet Home Avocado Burger. And it's an all-beef burger with some sweet lime sauce and some fresh avocado, some sweet onions, tomatoes, peppers. It is a burger you may want to try as we try to give you something different. Now, of course, there's nothing wrong with the old ketchup and mustard. Burger. That's right. uh, that's also how I eat my yeah, burgers. Yeah, yes. And uh, cheese. I have been leaning towards provolone on top, mozzarella on the bottom. Nice. That's how I've been mixing nice. it as of nice. lately. But uh, for the Sweet Home Avocado Burger, by the way, from season four of Bob's Burgers, it's a show about a, a family that owns a small burger shop in the town, and it's a family just trying to make ends meet. Meanwhile, you have a very creative chef. Every episode that has his specialty burger, and we're talking Sweet Home Avocado. What you're going to need is one cup of some fresh lime juice. Uh, you're going to need a half cup of honey. Keep in mind, little general convenience stores has honey available. Yes, exactly. Local honey. We Yes, we do. Local honey, and we sell the uh, uh, store grade. Store grade. Yeah. Uh, you're going to need some salt. You're going to need yourself a pound of Chuck's own Hamburg. Again, four ninety nine dollars a pound. pound. Yep. Uh, some pepper. You're going to need a Vidalia onion, chopped, one large. Uh, you're going to use three tomatoes. It's going from Roma tomatoes here. Seeded and chopped. Uh, one bell pepper, chopped. Uh, and one teaspoon of olive oil. This burger is using whole wheat buns. Oh, nice. Instead of, you know, your typical... Burger bun. Yep. Uh, but you can go either way there if you're not a wheat fan. And uh, two avocados halved, pitted, peeled, and sliced. So here's your sweet home avocado burger. Cook the lime juice, honey, and one teaspoon of salt in a small saucepan over medium heat. Let everything completely dissolve. Allow it to cool. 
and marinate uh, some of that hamburger if you want with some of the lime juice in the fridge before you do form your burger patties or afterwards. You can form your burger patties, then sprinkle the lime juice yes. on. Hey, the choice is yours. That's right. There's no wrong way in your own kitchen. Uh, drain uh, if any liquid is on the beef. You can uh, you know drain it out of that lime. You don't want it dripping with lime right. juice, but right. a little bit on the top goes a long way when you come to lime juice. All uh, right, drain the beef if you have to, and then form your patties. Season it with salt and pepper. Cook the burgers on your grill as you normally would. Luckily, it's a fast cook. Uh, and again, don't press your burgers. That's right. You're going to cause flare-ups. And an uneven cook and a dry burger at the end. Correct. While the burgers are cooking, mix the onion, tomatoes, pepper uh, in a bowl. You can use a little olive oil if you want to give them a coating and a little dash of the salt. It'll help the seasoning stick to those cut-up items. Build your burger. It's simple. Bottom bun burger. A couple of avocado slices, a scoop of the vegetables on top, one tablespoon of lime juice extra, and then top bun, and it is done. Enjoy your sweet home avocado burger. Avocado, one of those uh, items is having a big surge in popularity as of late. Yes, that sounds absolutely wonderful. Well, you know, Chef Gary, if I have any leftovers... Uh (laughs) <laughs> They'll have your name on it in my fridge. There you go. All right, a quick message. Uh, Gary, we we're, we're, we got more to go here. We've got about 15 minutes left of the program. We're gonna, we talked earlier uh, with the heat last weekend about the beauty of slow cooking yes. during the summer. The forgotten method of cooking yes. over the summer. Correct. Uh, we're going to do a, a slow cook recipe as we move through these summer months. That's going to be so wonderful. And why not do a little chili? Oh, what an item. That's going to come up when we return here on Recipe for a Good Day. Brought to you by, again, Little General Convenience Stores. If you have a question from your kitchen or a recipe you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Just email the show at asktheshef at wnri.com. That's asktheshef at wnri.com. Little General Stores is ready to serve you every day with great locally roasted coffee, as well as the best prices for all your deli meats. Little General Convenience Stores, we're here for you. Have a banana, Hannah. Try the salami, Tommy. Yes, indeed. Everybody eats when they come to my house. That's why I have no leftovers, Gary. It really yes. is. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk slow cooking, the forgotten cooking method over the summertime. We always think about it in the wintertime. Yes, but it's so convenient in the summertime. I mean, one, if it's a hot day, but you want a nice meal at the end of the day, that's the perfect way to go. And it's something that you can do while you're doing your yard work or housework. Or resting by the pool. Or resting by the pool and <laughs> yes. the Speedo. Exactly. You exactly. never know. Well, here's a uh, recipe. Again, this is from uh, good old Mr. Foods. 
Mr. Foods was uh, known as Art Ginsberg. Yes. Uh, he, had a, a, he had a moderately successful program, not as big as Recipe for a Good Day, as you can imagine. <laughs> yes. Uh, he, he was on 168 stations wow. across the country. Yes. And he was but he wasn't on WNRI. No, no, no. And, but he was also associated with... Uh, Al Max food chain. Very good. Yes. So here's one of his slow cooking recipes. Big batch kicking chili. What you're going to need is four pounds of ground chuck. Luckily, it's on sale at four ninety nine a pound. So again, it's a big batch. It's okay to do a big batch here because the slow cooker is going to do the work. Correct. And nothing freezes as good as chili probably out there. It's a great product to freeze. Yes. And uh, and and use a, a little bit later on down the pike. So four pounds of ground chuck, two cloves of garlic minced, uh, two fourteen-ish uh, ounce cans of diced tomatoes. Now here comes your options. You can get diced tomatoes. You can get diced tomatoes with green bell peppers. You can get diced tomatoes with green bell peppers and onions. You can get green. Uh, you can get diced tomatoes with the little spicy things in there. Exactly. So, the choice is yours. Exactly. Choose wisely. Yes. Uh, we have a 10-ounce can of chili-style diced tomatoes as well with those green chilies. you got to have some kick in your chili. And that, that will be undrained as well. Uh, two 15-ounce cans of tomato sauce for the chili, one tablespoon of sugar, uh, one pack of chili seasoning. You can get some chili seasonings. I know Tempo has one. Yes. Available at Low General Convenience Stores, and you'll find it by the deli counter. Yeah, one of the uh, uh, products that goes uh, by the wayside, but one of the best products out there. Oh, it is. I love the Tempo mixes. Yeah. It's Oh, I find it superior both in the meatloaf as well. The Italian meatball mix is yes. special. And they do a Swedish meatball. And they do a, swe- a yes. Swedish meatball. Yes. Swedish, yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to have the uh, two 16-ounce cans of light red kidney beans rinsed and drained. And uh, some of the toppings you can have ready, of course, would be sour cream, shredded chopped cheddar cheese. You can have some sliced scallions and some sliced ripe olives as well if you want to sprinkle a little extra goodness on top of it. Three easy steps. Cook the beef and garlic in batches in a large skillet over the medium-high heat. That's only about five minutes. Stir it until the beef crumbles. is no longer pink. Drain the grease out of it. Place the mixture into a slow cooker, probably six to seven quarts for this big batch here. Yes. Stir in the tomatoes and the remaining ingredients, except for the toppings that you're going to hold off. The sour cream, shredded chopped cheddar, and scallions yes. and so forth. But you're going to cover and cook with all those ingredients we covered. If you're using a high setting, you're going to cook for around five hours. If you're going to go a low setting, let it go for ten hours. Get it ready in the morning and... Leave it be. Correct. Uh, serve the chili with desired toppings. Again, it could be the sour cream, the shop, uh, the shop cheddar cheese, the scallions, the olives, or whatever you would like to put on your big batch kicking chili. Again, the slow cooker does the work without adding a lot of heat into your kitchen. Uh, and uh, the uh, concept of what we talked about earlier, topping your hot dogs, this will make a great chili dog. With a little Correct. bit of this batch on your grilled hot dogs. How wonderful is that? Mm-mm-mm. And you can uh, freeze it up as well. Uh, of course, divide leftover chili into one-gallon resealable plastic freezer bags. Seal it, and you can lay each bag flat. They stack nicely in your freezer. Make sure to allow air to move around. And it can last up to a month in your freezer. Up there. So there is your slow-cooking <laughs> recipe for this uh, this uh, weekend ahead by Mr. Food. Slow-cooking quickies, they call yes. it. You, you know, you cannot beat 
food like that. It's home cooked. It's the best food, and it, it has so many uses. I'm in. You're not ex- expanding heat on yourself or your home, and you can walk away from it and do something else. It's so nice. It really, really is. We're going to talk feet. about those chicken quarter legs, though, on sale. Oh, chicken nice. leg quarters on 99 sale. Ninety-nine cents a pound. Boy, you just can't beat that. And it freezes for what three months? Oh, all of that. Yeah. Yes. Of course, you want to properly store it for your freezer. Correct. But uh, it's a great price, and again, a little general doing what they can do to provide affordable food for you, and the specials this week are, are exceptional. Chicken leg quarters, 99 cents a pound, um, and you can, even with that bone in, cook them on a grill. Correct. No worries there. Yeah. Uh, we're actually going to talk about Italian grilled chicken leg oh, quarters. Oh, does that sound good. And you're going to choose your favorite Italian dressing. I lately... Now, I, I uh, maybe uh, didn't, didn't highlight Kraft earlier, but I like the uh, Kraft Tuscan Italian. Oh, nice. The tu- nice. Something I don't, Tuscan seasoning is appealing to me right okay. now. So I enjoy that. But whatever your favorite Italian dressing is, yes. of course, if you want healthier, go with a light Italian. Uh, but you're going to use two ta- teaspoons of garlic powder, two t- tablespoons of paprika. Uh, if you want the flavor, go with the smoked, obviously. Uh, one tablespoon of chopped fresh rosemary. And, of course, you're going to get yourself uh, maybe, well, this recipe is calling for four pounds. Um, but I think an average household, you could probably go two or three pounds, be fine for your chicken leg quarters. Yes. Yes. Don't worry about adjusting the, the 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 ingredients we've already covered and some parsley for topping. Always, yes. They always add a little parsley. So get out your medium bowl, combine the Italian dressing, the garlic powder, the paprika, and the rosemary. Season with salt and pepper. Uh, you have your chicken leg quarters. Uh, you can put them, you want to marinate it, you can put them into, again, resealable bags. Pour some of that marinade over each package. Uh, and marinate in the refrigerator. You can do it overnight. You can yes. do it for a couple of hours. Um, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it overnight. Uh, and just remember, you are going to discard that marinade when you remove that chicken the next day. For grilling, preheat that grill. You're looking for around 400 on your grill. If you have an old temperature gauge on top, it's easy to do. And you're going to be greasing the grate as normal. Yes. With your tongues. Yes. In a towel. Uh, you take your chicken out of the packages and plate them to take them out to the grill. And you are going to throw away whatever marinade is in those bags. You yes. will not use it again. Uh, you're going to add a little extra salt and pepper on top of that uh, chicken that's been marinating. And you're going to place it on the grill. You're looking at about 10 to 12 minutes per side. Internal temperatures, if you're checking it, 165. And you'll notice that the, uh, the the juices will be dripping off that chicken as it does that grill. That sounds absolutely wonderful. And then, uh, as I do with just about everything, just a little fresh parsley when the yes. cooking process is done. Now, uh, the flipping the chicken over, it, it and you're dealing with uh, with the chicken leg quarters is it should you leave it as a quarter gary are you looking to separate the thigh and the drumstick i would leave it as a uh, as a whole piece and the other thing the recipe doesn't talk about is which side to start with is it best uh, skin side down to allow the juices to come through to the meat or are you looking for uh, the bone side down 
Well, I would start with the bone side, but all the chicken leg quarter is going to have skin all the way around anyway. Mm-hmm. But I would start with the bone side down, and then as you're ready to flip it, I would give it a, just another uh, light coat of the marinade, okay, fresh marinade, yeah. on, and then flip it over. Uh, but I would start with the bone side down to give it uh, so it can uh, so the meat can set up. And it's a simple Italian grilled chicken leg yes. quarters. Exactly. Get hungry yet? I am. Now, you, again, that's something you can do in the crock pot. That is something you can do in the oven. That is something you can do on top of the stove. Uh, don't let your equipment, whatever you use, be your friend. Let them do the work and you watch over it. Well, I think we have uh, two recipes left on the menu. We're probably gonna see, we're gonna see, we we may be able to get to both of them. Oh, nice! So let's get down to it, Chef Gary. Okay, uh, a little something different. Maybe burgers, maybe hot dogs, maybe chicken on the grill isn't what you're looking for. So I like some kielbasa. Oh, that mm. sounds wonderful. I do like the light kielbasa. It's not as fatty as the yes. as the non one, so I I do preference or, or that. a turkey kielbasa. And kielbasa is available at the uh, correct. Stores. Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, for here, we're going to make a country kielbasa kebabs. Oh, how nice! Simply that? because kebab is a fun word to use. Yes. So uh, we've talked in the past. You can get your skewers. Uh, wooden skewers should be soaked for what twenty minutes. Or twenty so? minutes is fine. And you're just soaking them in regular water. Correct. Is there any point to soaking them in anything with flavor, or would it not translate off the kebab? It really wouldn't translate. Right. I can't see it translating. Just a curiosity. Yeah. Uh, so soak those uh, wooden skewers. But if you do have, I guess, metal skewers, you don't have to soak those. Correct. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Uh, in a small bowl, blend together. In a, these are your items. Uh, it's calling for a Dijon mustard. Nice. Uh, apricot preserves. Green onions, minced, uh, a pound of kielbasa cut into one-inch pieces, one large apple cored and cut into wedges. Nice. Um, One cup of uh, pearl onions. Okay. And six small red potatoes uh, cut into halves. Interesting. Uh, And uh, three cups of shredded red and green cabbage steamed. Uh, it's an easy cook, though. You're going to soak those wooden skewers in water. When you're done with while that's happening, get out a small bowl, blend together the mustard to preserves the green onions, and set aside a quarter cup of that mixture on the side. And then thread kielbasa, apple, pearl onion, potato all on the skewers. That's and nice. And you're going to grill these kebabs for 12 to 15 minutes, rotating. Rotating. Very important. Very, on, very important. Until it's done. And, and as you turn... You have that quarter uh, cup mixture. Go ahead and brush the remaining mustard mixture as you turn over the top of it. You're going to heat that reserved mustard mixture, whatever's left, and toss it with that steamed cabbage and served heated through with kebabs. Garnish if you do desire so. And you have some uh, kielbasa kebabs. Does it say uh, what apple to use? It doesn't say what apple to use here, which is where I was going to turn to you, as I often do, and say, what type of apple would you recommend here? Well, I would either use a uh, Granny Smith or a Red Delicious or uh, Yellow Delicious because you want it firm. So hold up well in the cooking process. Looking at the photo of the actual grilled kebabs finished product, I think they went with the yellow delicious here, I would say. 
gorgeous. But I do love a Granny Smith apple. Yes. Grilled kebabs, kielbasa. That is mm. wonderful. Mm. And, wow. And the dessert for this week, we return to our book of J-E-L-L-O. That's right. You just look for the big letters on the box at the store with the big letters. J-Lo? No, no. Uh, they miss an L. <laughs> Jello. Oh, we're not talking about Jello. We're going to talk about Jello pudding. Oh, some people said to me, "You're doing a lot of Jello." Well, I was pudding fans. We've yes. got something for you. How about chocolate banana pops? Um, to my heart. To my heart. Uh, what you're going to need here is two cups of cold skim milk. Skim milk is available at Low General's. Yes. Place. Yes. Oh, yes. I think it's the yellow cap, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, well, I don't buy it, but yeah. <laughs> I believe it is. Yeah, I believe it is. Um, you're going to get a package of J-E-L-L-O, chocolate-flavored, fat-free, sugar-free, instant, uh, re- instant pudding. You don't want the bake one. Uh, one cup of uh, Cool Whip. You want to make it a little healthier, go with the light Cool Whip. Yep. And a half cup of mashed banana. And it's a simple cook. Pour the milk into the medium mixing bowl. Add in the pudding mix. Uh, beat with a wire whisk for two minutes or so. You could use a, a low-speed uh, hand mixer as well if you wanted to. Gently stir in the whipped topping and the half cup mashed banana. Now you're going to spoon about a half a cup of pudding mixture into uh, each. Get a, some uh, paper cups or po- popsicle molds. Okay. Uh, and you're going to pour the mixture into each of the paper cups. Insert some sort of wooden stick. You could use a plastic spoon into the product. That's going to be your handle when it comes out of the freezer. Okay. Yes. And then freeze it till it's firm. That'll take about four to five hours. Um, and you just press firmly on the bottom of the paper cup, and the frozen product will be released. The pop will come out, and you'll have some homemade chocolate banana pops with Jello pudding, Cool Whip, and mashed bananas. Boy, I tell you, if we had that food in front of us today, oh. everything we've mentioned, I'm telling you, we would be eating like kings. I tell you, it's a long wait for lunch after Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Recipe for a good day program. Normally, I can go a full day, but not on Wednesdays. There man. you go. There you um, go. But it was a fun program today. We had a nice menu because thanks to these wonderful sale prices, boneless ribeye steak, nine ninety nine a pound, none better. Don't miss out on this great value. Chicken Lake Quarters, ninety nine cents a pound. You have uh, Chuck Hamburg, four ninety nine a pound, but you can also get pre made patties. Yes, and don't forget to. Skinless hot dogs, five ninety nine a pound. My Hummel Brothers. Yes. And a little Boston sa- potato salad on the side, three forty nine a pound. Don't forget Mrs. Pettit's baked beans as well. The perfect picnic. The perfect and it's going to be great weather for an outdoor oh, dine. Outdoor. Uh, outdoor. Oh, it, it's a classic weekend. In the making. Yes, it is. Chef Guy, thanks for being with us. I know you're busy. You'll be heading yes. back to the kitchen. Uh, but you have time for one quick recipe if you oh, have yes. another one. Oh, yes. One more recipe, folks. Recipe for a good day. A warm smile. A good laugh. And a great meal. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Well, thank you for being with us. You want to do it again in a week? I would love to be back. Sounds like a date. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Remember, if you missed any of today's program, just visit LoanGeneral.com. And at the bottom of any of their web pages, you'll see Listen to Recipe for a Good Day. We even list the menu that we talk about so you can see the products in each show. Thanks for being with us. We'll be back again next week. All brought to you by Low General Convenience Stores. This is one in 
in your neighborhood.